The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spa as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. I'm so glad you could join me on this holiday week. Many of you may be actually not at work today and hopefully listening um, at your leisure, maybe somewhere fun or maybe even on the road to Grandma's house. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time, and you're going to learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, this being the almost last purse strings of the year, we want to look ahead to 2010. And yeah, not much of a stretch since the new year. The new decade is just a week or so away. But according to trend-watching organization Iconoculture, there are some pretty particular ways consumers are acting in 2009 that will continue into the new year. Of course, most of these are based on the economy and the still dire economic outlook we are expecting for next year. Um, Among those trends, though, companies will continue to engage consumers directly. Now, we're talking about major corporations who have the funds to reach out and and connect very much in person, um, either virtually or actually in person with their consumers. Major corporations like Best Buy and General Mills will continue to go straight to the people to find out the next big thing. And consumers are feeling very, very empowered. Despite the fact that they may not have a lot of dollars, they want to make sure that they're spending their dollars in the right ways. And in fact, they're copying an attitude, according to Iconoculture. They don't like that some companies were bailed out during the downturn, and they're spending their dollars with convictions in mind. In fact, they're going to spend not just on major indulgences, unless the treats improve themselves or others, or perhaps they have a worthy cause attached to it. Getting new products in front of consumers for consideration is still very possible. It just needs to be fairly cheap. I hate the word cheap, but you know what I mean, and convenient for them to do so. You don't want to break the bank, and consumers are still seeking control, especially over their freewheeling social networking. I think everybody and their brothers on Facebook, and it seems like more and more people are on Twitter, but expect 2010 for those people to be a little bit more judicious about what photos and postings they're going to put up on Facebook, according to Iconoculture. They say they've learned from their mistakes, and that means companies, you too need to be aware of how to communicate with these consumers in their online space because their habits will be changing somewhat. Well, our purse profile for today is the Prada Professional. This is a woman committed to her career, but still trying to achieve balance in her life after expending so much energy on the job. Well, she's a 36-year-old female, employed um, full-time, 
married. At least three quarters of them are married, and 60% of them are parents. And they bring in an average household income of $150,000. They keep their eye on the fashion world, very much into the latest fashions and styles. And she feels like, you know, looks are really important to her. She wants to be attractive. She likes to stand out in the crowd. And her relationships are of high value to her. She has a circle of close friends, and she wants to feel respected by her peers. She's very confident in her style. She'll shop favorite stores that have the brand she likes, and for her, price is not the most in fact the most important thing. She really is trying to get what she wants, um, and a lot of those are brand name products. She does enjoy owning quality things and has a very, very practical outlook on life. And in fact, for expensive items, she is willing to shop a lot of different stores to get the best price as long as she gets what she wants. Um, She does feel that there is more to life than work and likes to spend time at home with family. And I would imagine the holidays are a huge priority for her. She's interested in the arts and travel and international events and also is environmentally conscious. Uh, This woman likes to shop, of course, and she's shopping to designers like Armani, Calvin Klein. She's shopping at retail like Neiman Marcus, Pottery Barn, Target, Crate and Barrel. And if you're a marketer, you can connect with this woman because she's reading magazines and viewing cable and network television for entertainment while getting her information online. She's reading Real Simple, Harper's Bazaar, In Style, Shape, Vanity Fair, and Cooking Life. She's watching E!, Food Network, Fine Living, TLC and Discovery Health Channel, and she's online checking out money, travel, and news sites like msnbc.com, Orbitz, Ask, CNN, New York Times, and Amazon. Well, my guest today is Emily Goligoski, and she works to develop strategic marketing programs for Federated Media. Now, Federated Media is an online publishing company that represents apartment therapy, not caught and boing boing, among other sites. And Emily also produces a video interview series with female entrepreneurs for the volunteer organization Women 2.0. She's incredibly passionate about creating multimedia content and events that highlight the contributions of young women working in technology. Um, It's going to be a really interesting segment today with Emily. We're going to be looking at trends for 2010, also how you can have the highest impact and where you can be communicating with women to get that impact. So stick around. More purse strings in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for 
maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PRWeb, the premier online release news and content distribution service. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local pages affiliate network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Emily Goligoski, and Emily works to develop strategic marketing programs for Federated Media. Federated is an online publishing company, and some of the folks that you work with, Emily, is in Apartment Therapy, one of my absolute favorite sites of all times. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, and for those people listening today, Emily and I actually became acquainted through Jody Turner, and Jody is a big friend of this program. In fact, um, those of you who do listen from time to time may recall her name. She's the founder and CEO of Culture of Future, a global trend watching and insight consultancy. And Emily, I know we're we're mutual fans of Jody's, right? Absolutely, couldn't be couldn't be a bigger fan of her work and. <laughs> Kind of the the various ventures that she's got her hands in. I know she's she's truly um, a light among us for sure. And you know, um, we we got connected, and I was really interested in the insight that you bring to one of my favorite subjects, of course, which is marketing to women. And for those folks listening today, if you would um, share a little bit about the expertise you can bring to companies who who might be interested in what you have to to say to them. So I think um, kind of starting off, there was actually a fantastic um, white paper published by Ad Age and Meredith recently called The Rise of the Real Mom, um, and it pointed out not just about mothers, but um, really looking at women entering the workforce in higher numbers than ever before and with higher education levels. Um, we are, of course, still seeing considerable differences in the number of women entering high kind of high technology fields, Um, but I think that this research is really promising as well as looking at the number of working women who regard what they do for a living as a career rather than just a job has grown about 40% over the past 30 years, and I think these are very promising indicators um, for people who are interested in talking about women and the global economy. Um, One organization that I think has illustrated this really well is the International Museum of Women, which uh, just hosted a a really interesting virtual exhibition um, called Economica, and it includes opinion essays by development and policy leaders, as well as crowdsourced podcasts and slideshows, really doing a kind of a deep dive into the role that women play in the global economy as 
consumers, um, as workers, and as analysts. So I think definitely something worth looking at if you're interested in kind of exploring the state of the global economy through a feminized lens. Well, and it's true, isn't it, that that women's power is really growing globally. I I know I had um, a guest on boy, a few months ago whose job is to really look at women's strength in emerging countries like India, and we know what women there are getting a lot more a more strength. And here in the United States, of course, you know, women have just been growing in, in sheer numbers. We're the majority, and we have 85% of control of all consumer spending. Um, and so I have to imagine t- that you that you do agree that from a global standpoint that women really are finally coming into their own. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, I will leave some of the international reporting on this data to um, Nicholas Kristoff and Cheryl Wudan, who recently published a fantastic book, Half the Sky, about educational and economic disparity that women face around the world. And, you know, they definitely uncover kind of some tragic situations, but in the end see, um, particularly in in India, women's earning potential as a very positive story Um, and something that I think, you know, we're seeing more dialogue around than ever before. Well, and a part of of the women's emerging power, of course, is that they see other women doing well, right? And I, I think oh, that we struggle with that more. <laughs> in the United States, right? I mean, mentoring is huge, isn't it? I think mentoring is is a core passion of mine in, the, you know, thinking about being able to turn to someone beyond your friends or your parents for advice about maybe when to pursue a graduate degree or a raise in pay. Um, for 20 and 30-somethings, their parents had very different career trajectories and tended to stay in the same um, field and in the same jobs for much longer than than their children. Um, I volunteer with the San Francisco-based organization Women 2.0, which aims to increase the number of women starting high-growth ventures, and um, we host a video interview series with first-time and accomplished entrepreneurs, and over and over again, one thing that we consistently hear throughout our interviews is the importance of career guidance from people who have been there. So this is women kind of at all stages of their career who have maybe left their secure and traditional job um, to start their own venture, and whether that that mentor is a male or a female, the, the important thing that we keep hearing is it's really important to have someone I can approach in a confidential setting about my work and, and get value out of the advice that they can offer me. Well, and beyond what you're doing with Women 2.0, I mean, you're, you're also very, very personally involved in the whole um, women's movement as far as giving them a place to speak and share their talents. Talk a little bit about Ignite Bay Area. Absolutely. This is um, an endeavor that uh, friend Carmel Hagen from One Riot and I started um, just earlier in December. Basically, we had seen that at a lot of technology events we went to, we weren't seeing people like us on stage um, and really wanted to find a way to encourage up-and-coming women to sort of get their ideas out on the speaker circuit. Um, so in an effort to get give young presenters a platform, we um, hooked up with the folks at Ignite, which is um, an O'Reilly kind of an O'Reilly idea that is now happening around the world, um, live events that feature technology experts speaking for five minutes at a time um, with twi- 20 slides that auto-rotate. And these are not business pitch presentations by any means. It really is 
conversations about things that people are passionate about. Um, so Jen Polka, um, formerly of TechWeb, who has just founded Code for America, talked about the citizen Internet. Um, Kalia Hamlin talked from She's Geeky talked about unconferences and kind of a trend of having people meet in a less formal way and getting more out of it. Um, and the thing that, that we heard as feedback both from um, our sponsors and from attendees was it was really nice to have different faces on stage. When are you doing the next one? <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's true. You just wrapped up, and then you're already you're already planning the next one, aren't you? Absolutely. We are planning um, our next event for Global Ignite Week, which will be um, four days of kind of live-streamed Ignite events from all over the world. Um, and at this point, we're really trying to flush out whether our event exists as a platform for women speakers or as a platform for Bay Area speakers in which we encourage more women to submit proposals. Um, and it may be that next time around our, you know, our stage is filled by men and women, but that we really let people know we want to hear from very diverse speakers who maybe, you know, aren't sharing their ideas in a public way and could really benefit from doing so. You know, beyond the work that you do uh, with women and for women and giving them a voice in a venue, um, you're very much um, involved in the whole marketing to consumers. And we've, we've talked a little bit about federated media and, and the work that you do there. And I know when we've talked before, you, you've really talked about the opportunities for consumers and brands to develop relationships. And you have a pretty strong belief that there, there are opportunities that are more rich than others. Can you talk a little bit about where you think the, the largest opportunities lie for consumers and brands to connect? Absolutely. I think, you know, the, the core thing that I've believed for a long time is the power of word-of-mouth marketing and the idea that women are more likely to purchase or try something from someone we trust um, than from, and let's say, an ad, um, you know, in a newspaper. Um, so I think once that door is open, brands really need to be prepared to engage. One thing that um, I've heard you know, clients say is once we once we open ourselves up to the social web, people are going to say bad things about us. And it's my my take is sort of people might already be saying bad things, but unless you listen and dive into that conversation, your voice won't be heard. Um, and I think there are two organizations I really admire who do this well, and it's kind of ingrained in their DNA. One is the micro lending platform Kiva. Um, and they recently, just earlier this year, um, had opened domestic lending. So the idea is uh, you could make, let's say, a, do a, a loan of $50, and someone in the developing world would end up using that money to start their own endeavor or continue growing their business. So for the first time, they've opened this lending up to the United States and actually got a lot of pushback from their lenders, um, many of whom said there are so many problems in the developing world, you know, someone in the U.S. could could just go to a bank. And, of course, this was before um, the economic crisis earlier. Um, and so what they did was uh, host a hour-long conference call, and this was a public call um, that they let their users know, you know, this is not necessarily intended to be a discussion, but just a chance for us to really hear each other. So for the first 20 minutes of the call, 
um, Kiva stated their position on why it was that they wanted to pursue domestic lending, what they thought the value was, and then allowed the rest of the conversation to be the the lenders and members of their community to really talk about, you know, what their hesitations were, what their thoughts were. And, of course, not everyone came to the table afterwards and was in complete agreement, but some of the harshest critics um, of the domestic lending idea did say, I really I feel great that I got to at least share my opinion, and I see now more where you're coming from. I think another yeah. organization is... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it really is about listening, isn't it? Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. There was There's um, another San Francisco-based company, Get Satisfaction, which acts as sort of a neutral space to support customers and allow people to give feedback about products and services that companies can then go and actually use. So it's not just rants. It really is more helpful feedback. Um, and for Women 2.0, we had interviewed their CEO, Wendy Leah, who offered actually a great piece of advice that wasn't just about marketing, but really about starting any new professional undertaking that I got a lot out of, which was when she said, don't assume you know anything about the product, the consumer, or the market. Ask questions and keep asking questions. And I think that is just such a great piece of advice, you know, for marketers, definitely, but for people in any phase of their career. Absolutely. And just in general, building relationships, right? Whether it's a personal relationship or a business-based relationship, listening and asking and listening are all great traits to have. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to look ahead uh, a week or so into 2010 and talk a little bit about what has you excited for the new year. More on that when First Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, ParadaLogic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first 
first CMS I've ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. Pixelsilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Emily Goligoski joins me today. Emily works to develop strategic marketing programs for Federated Media, an online publishing company. And we've been spending our time today talking about women's growing global power and a lot of that fed by mentoring and how crucial that is to empower women to go out there and get the job done. And at the same time, what companies can do to tap in to her including listening and asking great questions and then following up on those answers to do something about it. And I know um, we've come a long way since Tupper parties, Emily, when it feels like that that was kind of the height of the experiential marketing, but it's changed a ton since then. And I know you feel pretty strongly that um, experiential marketing is a great way to engage women. Absolutely. I think um, it's important because it really values the voices and opinions of consumers. It meets them where they're at. Um, I think a really interesting uh, recent example, the Food Network had done some work with She Speaks, um, which is essentially a member-based hub for testing products. Um, again, it's like get satisfaction in the idea that the marketer gets real advice on improving their product or service. Um, but kind of singular in the fact that it really is based around women consumers, what they want, and really values their word of mouth. Um, I think that, you know, it's just a good example of really listening, acting, you know, and measuring as kind of a a way to set up a successful marketing project. Um, I think Intel does a really good job of this, and I should disclose that they are a former client of mine. Um, but a company that really listens to what highly mobile women and busy mothers want in their devices. So, you know, follows Wendy Leah's advice about asking and keep asking questions about form, everything from form factors to size of gadgets um, to really, you know, help in the research and development process. Two great examples, and thanks for disclosing that Intel was a was a former client of yours. But still, nevertheless, I'm sure you did wonderful, wonderful work for them, and in part they're so successful because of you, Emily. So don't be so humble. Um, what about social venues? I, you know, networking and um, online experiences. I feel like that that is something that companies really got hit to in 2009, and I would imagine next year it's only going to intensify. Absolutely, and I think it's something we see, you know, as Twitter and Facebook communities continue to grow. Um, I think that companies are really taking a nod from the playbooks of um, efforts like Twestival, which was started by two women in the UK um, and is sort of a Twitter-based way to raise funds for local charities. Um, So really thinking about, you know, it's not just, noise out there in the microblogosphere, but really a powerful way to get people to open their wallets, um, both for products as well as um, philanthropic efforts. Um, 
I think that we're seeing the growth of more organizations like Young Women Social Entrepreneurs, um, which exist primarily online and really are hubs for people to talk about volunteering and networking, um, but that feel authentic. And I think that's something that for marketers really needs to continue to be front of mind is, you know, people can sniff out when when a program isn't quite genuine. And so I think that authenticity is something that absolutely needs to be thought thought about and considered from every step from the strategy all the way through the implementation. Yeah, absolutely right. And women especially, I think, are very, very good at sniffing that out. And they'll call a spade a spade quicker than uh, than anyone. Just about anyone. You know, and they'll tell a million people about it too, which is the danger of that, right? Right, exactly. I think, and especially with Twitter, you know, there's no way to get your your product loved or completely hated um, faster. You know, it's, yeah. I think something that's really sped up um, the PR and marketing process. And, you know, companies that do good work, that interact with their customers and that care about the quality of their products and services, I think these are beneficial tools. But really, the authenticity and the quality of those products and services really is what inspires the conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so much to be excited about, I think, in this day and age. You know, you've talked about experiential. You've talked about power of social engagement and and listening and going direct to consumer. What What are you most excited about in the new year? So the two things um, that are kind of core or front of mind for me um, are growing our Ignite Bay Area, um, having more great speakers, coming to the stage locally um, and really distinguishing that from other tech area, tech events um, in Silicon Valley. For Women 2.0, we're planning to take on um, a large-scale study on the core characteristics that inspire women to start their own enterprises. So it really is something that is front of mind for me. And what I would ultimately love to do with that research is figure out if there are kind of core traits that educators and parents should be looking for cognizant of um, in young students and really thinking about how do we nurture and grow those kinds of characteristics so that women end up starting their own high-growth endeavors. Very exciting. And when you feel that research and you get those results back, promise to come back on and talk about that. I think that's going to be fascinating. I would love to. It would be great to have you back. And for those guys who are on the West Coast and they're listening today and they're wondering, how can I find out more about Ignite Bay Area and how can I uh, connect up with Emily? How could they they learn more about the organization and also connect with you, Emily? Sure. I would say one of the easiest ways is actually um, Twitter, and my handle is mgolly, E-M-G-O-L-L-I-E. Um, I blog as thesanfranista.com, and I'm easily reachable there, um, and work with the strategic programs group at Federated Media. We will be unveiling kind of a new site, new look and feel for Ignite Bay Area, but I would encourage people just to stay tuned for the Global Ignite Week updates that are happening around the world because San Francisco um, and Carmel and I will certainly be taking part. Very fun. So, so many exciting things that you're doing, Emily. Congratulations on all your success so far, and I know 2010 is going to just bring you even more great success. Congrats. Well, thank you so much. I'm a big fan of the show. Thank you for having me on. It was a lot of fun to talk today.
Oh, it's great to have you on. And I look forward to having you back on because I'm sure you're going to have even more wonderful things to share, especially around what you're doing at Ignite Bay Area Federated Media and that research that you're building. So Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to all the listeners out there. Thanks for joining me today. And thanks to George, my producer, for another great show. We're going to be wrapping up the year with this program. We'll be running a repeat next week. So have a wonderful holiday. And I'll see you back here the first week in January for a brand new show show. Same bat time, same bat channel, Tuesdays, 3 o'clock Eastern time. Until then, thanks so much for joining me today. Make it a great one.